All right, so uh, what's happening tomorrow? As British might say, what's on the schedule? Keep a calendar. If you're still uh, in the thick of a work career, chances are you've got conference calls, you've got uh, appointments, and now that COVID is kind of uh, worse behind us, meetings. Yay, meetings. Everybody's glad meetings are back. If you've got children at home, chances are your uh, calendar looks a little bit like uh, the schedule for an airport shuttle driver. Pick up, drop off, transfer, pick up, move, go. If you're my age, a little older, doctor's appointment, pick up a prescription. Don't forget to pick up the prescription. We all know what we're supposed to do tomorrow. But what's really going to happen tomorrow? Can you anticipate the interruptions? Do you know what things uh, that aren't on the schedule that will take place? You know, dead battery and flat tires are always uh, really on my low list of things that I like. Why have I got to spend time with this? But if we knew they were going to happen, they wouldn't be interruptions, right? So they come in and they throw a cog in the work. Somebody once told me that you ought to have a to-do list and then a did list. Because a lot of times we think, well, I didn't get to anything on my to-do list. But then when you look at all the things that you did, it was like, oh, well, it wasn't a total loss. I just didn't expect all of those things. Well, most of us don't like schedules. We don't like things that pop up that we can't control. So like, I don't like dead batteries, so I go to the uh, place where I get my oil changed. I said, I want a new battery. And he said, you don't need a new battery. And I said, that thing's four years old. I'm taking care of that right now. I want a new battery. I want to get ahead of it. The culture tells us that the way to deal with the uncertainty of life is control. We try to make sure everything turns out exactly as we expected. We want everything to go according to our plan. You see this a lot in parenting. I saw an interview with a parent that said, if you are a parent who has not learned how to browbeat the school into giving you the teacher you want for your child or to how to or how to hound that teacher into giving your child an A when they're going to get a B or how to frustrate a coach until your child starts at the position you want your child to start in you are considered weak We don't say it out loud, but you are considered weak. And this person went on to say, better to be a control freak than to be control weak. That's what the culture tells us. You know, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the number of commercials that tell you uh, to take control, take control of your life, take control of your investments, take control of this, or the commercials that say, We put you in control of 
my gosh, dozens of different things. That is such an ingrained part of our psyche that we don't even recognize it appeals to us, but it does because we all want to be able to control. But it always happens. Something you can't plan for. I'm, I'm, not, very, I'm not a very big fan of church marquee signs. I, I rarely see one that I haven't already seen a number of times. And I rarely see one that really inspires me, but a couple of years ago I was cutting across Alabama on a shortcut somewhere and I saw a sign that really struck me. It said, some ordinary day, Jesus will return. And I thought about that, and I thought, you know, that some of the most unexpected things in life happen on days that start totally ordinary. And then they change everything. I mean, there have been what seemed like very ordinary days only to hear the news that the stock market has fallen by 20%. And it doesn't matter if you used E-Trade, TD, Ameritrade, Fidelity, or whatever. You're not in control. You're not in control. A little over 10 years ago, I'd gone to, uh, I go to a cardiologist annually. I suffer from hereditary high blood pressure. Man, I was getting a great report. My blood pressure, thanks to miracle medicine, was doing great. My cholesterol was great. And I thought we were finished. And he said, but I need to tell you, I think you have cancer. I went, what? And he was right. It was just an ordinary day. It was just an ordinary day, but I'll tell you, that's, uh, that's something you can't control. I thought I'd eaten well, exercised well. At that point, I was in the best shape of my adult life. How does this happen? This should not happen. I was in control. We all have experiences like that. We've, we've had it happen, or we've known friends. We're you know, married friends. We think everything is fine. And then on an ordinary day, one says to the other, I don't think I love you anymore. And it's just beyond your control to take care of. Just an ordinary day. And I, every time somebody wants to tell me how in control they are or how they're making their life turn out just perfectly for their child, I think, I feel so sorry for you because the moment is going to come when something is going to happen and you're going to realize you're not in control. So the Bible has an alternative way of looking at this. And it's really simple. It's called trusting God. The passage that Sidney read earlier, come now you who say today or tomorrow, we will go do such and such. We'll go to such and such a town, spend a year there and do business. We should be saying, you know, if the Lord is with it, God willing, that's what my grandmother used to always say. I think I'll go to town tomorrow. God willing. 
She'd always tag it with that. But we do need to remember, while we are not in control, we do trust in the one who is in control. And our lives so much are not what we can make happen, but what we can allow God to do in circumstances that we can't force one way or the other. I mean, this is the very, very foundation of why we're Christians. The children of Israel wandering in the wilderness, uh, they've kind of run out of food after being out of Egypt. There are no fast food places uh, in the desert. And they are hungry and they say, you know, we are starving to death. Moses, did you bring us out here to die? And God provides manna in the wilderness. That's a Bible story probably most of us are familiar with. But there were restrictions on manna. You could only gather enough for one day. And if you tried to gather more than one day's worth, it would spoil. And God God was trying to teach them that God provides, but you have to trust again tomorrow. So every Sunday when we say the Lord's Prayer, and we say, give us this day our daily bread, that actually is a reference back to that daily manna in the wilderness. And to us, I mean, when was the last time any of us had to pray for daily bread? You know, if the walk-in pantry is half full, we think we're, you know, low. But really not have anything to eat. So the poor peasants of Palestine understood this very clearly. Every time they prayed that, it was a statement of dependence upon God to provide for today. I read one thing where a guy said, I always seem to trust God better when my bank account is uh, padded. I often wonder, you know, I, I say I trust in God. I wonder if uh, something happened and it was all gone, where, what my trust would be like. Every day is the opportunity for something we can't control to happen. And every day, I think, is a good opportunity to remind ourselves that there have been days when we trusted God for things that we could never have conceived. And God has seen us through. And I think it's good. I think it's good to practice and nurture that faith, even on days when the catastrophes don't come. Because if we have nurtured it, if we have encouraged it and allowed God to grow it on the good days, it's even stronger, even stronger on the unexpected days. What is it Paul says to the Romans and if God who would not spare his own son would do that for us, how much more? Will he be for us? If God be for us, who can be against us? So today may be a great day, and tomorrow may go exactly as you anticipate, but we all know someday, sometime, there will be a 
curveball. There will be an interruption. There will be an ordinary day where, wow. So let's take while things are good and just acknowledge that God really does love us and cares for us and will always be there. Trusting God. That never fails. Control works for a while. What do you need to trust God for today? Shall we pray? Oh God, you are so good to us. We do ask that you would call to mind all those moments all those moments in which your spirit came and touched our lives with that gentleness, that nurture, that strength. And we pray that whatever kind of day today is for each of us, that we would experience that again. Lift us up, make us strong. Remind us of your control, and we ask it in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen.